This is Carol McLeod, and you're listening to A Jolt of Joy on the Charisma Podcast Network. We're currently in a practical and hopeful Bible study that I've entitled Stormproof, Weathering the Tough Times in Life. In today's storm story, we'll be joining Paul as he argues his case against the leading authority figures of the government. Paul doesn't realize it yet, but after this courtroom battle, he will be sent to Rome on a prisoner ship. But before we dig into the Word of God together, I'd like to tell you about my Christmas devotional, which is entitled, Let There Be Joy. It's a 25-day devotional that will keep your heart and your mind focused on the true meaning of Christmas. You can purchase Let There Be Joy on Amazon or on my website, which is carolmccloudministries.com. And now, let's join Paul as he states his case before King Agrippa. Welcome to Stormproof, Lesson 5. been in a storm that was created by the actions or by the accusations of others, you might have felt like you were innocent, and yet you found yourself in the middle of a relational or even a situational monsoon. Now, these storms are absolutely unjustifiable, and at times, the damage that these storms cause can seem appalling and even reckless. Now, however, We are going to learn from one of Paul's such storms that from these storms, God can create purpose, power, and promise, even in a storm that wasn't deserved. I hope you've got your Bibles with you or your smartphones or your iPads, however you read your Bible. And let's begin today by reading from Acts chapter 24, verses 1 through 5. Again, this is the calm before the storm, except it was a calm that wasn't very calm. Let's dig in. Acts 24, 1 through 5. After five days, the high priest Ananias came down with some elders with an attorney named Tertullus, and they brought charges to the governor against Paul. After Paul had been summoned, Tertullus began to accuse him, saying to the governor, Since we have through you attained much peace, and since by your providence reforms are being carried out for this nation, we acknowledge this in every way and everywhere, most excellent Felis, with all thankfulness. But that I may not weary you any further, I beg you to grant us, by your kindness, a brief hearing. For we have found this man, Paul, to be a real pest and a fellow who stirs up dissension among all the Jews throughout the world and a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes. Now, this is one of several times in scripture that Paul would be brought in front of politicians to make his case, to defend himself. This particular trial takes place in Caesarea, which is the Roman center of government, 
at that moment in history. And they had brought in a special orator by the name of Tertullus. Now, let me tell you who this guy was. He was a spin manager. He was a liar. And they brought him in to use his spin to make a case against Paul. So Tertullus, honestly, he was filled with Roman baloney. He was only there to accuse Paul without any backup to his accusations. I love verse five. Did you know that in the Bible, Tertullus called Paul a real pest? I always smile, almost giggle when I read that verse. If you were to look at that word in the Greek, it means a plague, that Paul was a plague in the opinion of Tertullus. At this moment in history, Christians are often made fun of, aren't they? But don't think that it's only just begun, because since the beginning of Christianity, which was during the days of Paul, there were secular people who enjoyed mocking the faith of very sincere men and women of God. You know, when I'm in a situation like that, when people are questioning my faith, I, I guess I've never been in a situation where they've mocked me for my faith, but they've certainly disdained my faith, looked down upon me because I was a woman of faith. What I've always tried to do is keep the main thing the main thing. I always try to live my life in such a way that even if accusations are made against me, they can't stand against me. And I have a feeling that some of you deal with this daily in the workplace, maybe in your family, maybe in your neighborhood. And I want to encourage you today, keep the main thing, the main thing. And you're in good company if you're being mocked or disdained or ignored for your faith, because you're in the company of great men of God, like Paul. So today, live with integrity and kindness. Just keep being a blessing to the world around you. Just keep speaking a blessing on the world around you. Be a woman or a man who is filled with the honor and the blessing of God, the goodness and the kindness of God. That way, when somebody calls you a real pest, There'll be no charges that they can hold against you because you will have lived your life in such a way that honors the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords. So let me tell you what happened in Paul's story. Paul's trial was postponed and Paul was left in prison for two years. Can you imagine that? Really, no firm charges had been made against him and yet he was held in prison for two long years. So Felix, who had been governor when Paul was initially brought before the court, was succeeded by someone by the name of Festus. And King Agrippa came to visit Festus, and they talked about this prisoner that Festus didn't know what to do about. Let, let me tell you who King Agrippa was. This is fascinating to me, and I hope it will be to you. King Agrippa was the great-grandson of Herod the Great. Now, you remember Herod, don't you? Herod the Great was the one who had slaughtered the babies of Bethlehem when Jesus had been born. So King Agrippa came from a long line of cruel 
and evil rulers. He was really part of the mafia of that day. And King Agrippa was fascinated by what Festus told him about this particular prisoner by the name of Paul. And he said, hey, I want to meet the man. I want to hear what Paul has to say for himself. So we'll pick up the story in Acts 26, verse 1 and 2. And I know some of you are thinking, Carol, what does this have to do with a storm? Oh, it has a lot to do with a storm. Hang on to your seats because you are about to be propelled into your destiny. Acts 26, verses 1 and 2. Agrippa said to Paul, you are permitted to speak for yourself. Then Paul stretched out his hand and proceeded to make his defense. In regard to all of the things which I am accused by the Jews, I consider myself fortunate, King Agrippa, that I am about to make my defense before you today. So, as you know, I use the New American Standard Version of the Bible to study and to teach from, but I often read other translations just to really dig out the meaning of a particular word. And I happen to like the way the King James Version translates this verse the best. Because when Paul was brought before the leading rulers of the day, one of whom was known, his reputation preceded him, he would knock you off faster than you could blink your eyes if he didn't like something you said or something you did or something you were known for. Paul's very life was at stake. I I don't know about you, but if I had to make a defense for my Christianity before the rulers of my day, and let's just Imagine we're in a country that doesn't embrace Christianity, where Christians really are murdered for their faith, and you had to go before the cruel leading ruler of the day. I don't know about you, but my blood pressure would have been at an all-time high. I would have been sweating. My knees would have been knocking. I would have had dry mouth, but not Paul. This is what Paul said as translated in the King James Version of the Bible. I think myself most happy. I think myself happy. Now, let me remind you, Paul was in hot, hot water. He had been in prison for two years at this point. And yet the first words out of his mouth at maybe the most troublesome moment of his entire life were these words, I think myself happy. Okay we can learn two things from what Paul said at this moment. First of all, the phrase, I think myself. My friend, you can change the way you think, even at the most troublesome moment of your life. Your thoughts do not need to reflect your circumstances. Oh, let me say that again. Your thought life does not have to reflect your circumstances. Your thoughts do not have to reflect your events or even your current imprisonment. You can think yourself out of your situation. What are you thinking about at the most troublesome moment of your life? Proverbs 23, 7 tells us that as a man or a woman thinks within himself or herself, 
So is he. So is she. This verse tells me that the thoughts you are thinking today become the reality of your tomorrow. Your thoughts when dealing with prison, with trials, with challenges, and with storms are of vital importance to the way you come out of the prison, the trial, the challenge, or the storm. My friend, if Paul can think himself happy, so can you. You know, this verse from Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinks within himself, so is he. What this is really communicating is that if you think angry, critical thoughts today, tomorrow you will be an angry, critical person. If you think anxious, fear-filled thoughts today, tomorrow you will be an anxious, fearful, worried person. Conversely, if today you're putting the word of God in your mind. No matter what your circumstances are like, you're thinking about the word, that you're thinking of how you can bless people who have accused you, that you're thinking what you can do for somebody else, that you're thinking of how you can be kind to somebody else. If those are the thoughts you're thinking, guess what your tomorrow will look like? Tomorrow will be a blessing. It will be a kind. It will be a day of promise for you. Again, Your thought life does not need to reflect your circumstances. If Paul can think himself happy, so can you. So can you. Now, the second thing we learn from this phrase, I think myself happy, is centered around the word happy. I love this word. It's the Greek word makarios, and it literally means to be blessed. This word makarios is the same word that Jesus used in the Sermon on the Mount when he said, blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. Blessed or makarios are the poor in spirit. And so this Greek word makarios, it does mean happy. Yes, it does. It also means blessed. But let me tell you what this Greek word means at its very core, at its root. It means connected to the names of God. Do you want to know why you can change the way you think in prison? You can change the way you think because you are connected to the names of God. If you're sick, you are connected to Jehovah Rapha, your healer. If you're in need, you're connected to Jehovah Jireh, your provider. If you feel like you're going under, you are connected to Jehovah Nisi, your victor. If you're confused, you are connected to Jehovah Shalom, your peace. Paul knew it, and you need to agree with Paul. You are connected to the names of God. Your life is defined by the names of God. No matter what situation you have found yourself in today, you can think yourself happy. No matter what prison you're in, you can think yourself happy because you're connected to the names of God. No matter what storm you are in, you can think yourself happy because you are connected to the names of God. Acknowledge the fact that you are connected to the names of God. Isn't that exciting? Isn't that life-changing? Knowing that has changed my life. Knowing that I am connected to the names of God has changed the way I travel through troublesome circumstances. And it can do the same thing for you. 
Isn't the Word of God powerful? I hope that Stormproof is impacting your life in deep and in rich ways. As always, I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to email me with your questions or prayer requests at carol at carolmccloudministries.com. And now let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for the life of Paul and for the impact that his life is having even yet today. Father, like Paul, we're determined to stay connected to you and to think ourselves happy in every storm in life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I hope that you'll join me later this week for Stormproof Lesson 6.